It's time to change the narrative. Let's talk about how. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceam and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceam. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur, excited to do whatever I can to help you with the business and marketing side of voiceover. I know that through the COVID-19 pandemic, things have been tough for a lot of voice actors. I know that you have seen your business drop off. I know that some of you have seen your clients have to close their doors, maybe temporarily or even permanently, and you're trying to figure out what to do. In the midst of all of it, of course, we want to keep marketing, but we also don't want to come across as tone deaf. We want to stay top of mind with our leads, with our prospects and our clients, but we also don't want to have that awkward conversation of reaching out to somebody who is currently out of a job. And so... For a lot of voice actors, the easy thing to do is just stop marketing. I'm not going to do anything until this is all over. And I want to encourage you that there is a better approach to take. And that is what we are going to dive into in this episode. Now, before we get there, just a couple of quick things I want to mention. First of all, remember, every episode of the podcast is available at vopreneur.com. You can jump onto the website. You can go through the archives. You can listen to Every episode that is there, 60-some-odd episodes to help you with your business and your marketing. So if you do have a little bit of extra time on your hands, you know, maybe this is an approach that you want to take right now. Spend that time investing in your learning. I also want to encourage you to check out the shop button at vopreneur.com and pick up some Vopreneur swag. Get a hoodie, get a t-shirt, get a tank top for summer. Always be representing voiceover and Vopreneur. You know, it will start some conversations with some people. And it could lead to your next booking. I also want to say that if you are listening on Apple Podcasts in particular, if you would take a minute to leave a review for the Everyday Vopreneur podcast on Apple Podcasts, I would be very grateful. Those reviews help other people to discover the podcast and help them to learn and grow their business as well. So let's dive into this week's episode. I want to give you six questions that are better to ask than how are you doing? And here's why I want to do this. Because I do think that it is time to change the narrative. I want you to think for a minute about your own interactions with people. Are you tired of talking about COVID-19? Are you tired of talking about lockdowns? Are you tired of talking about deaths and new infections and spread rate and all of these different things that come up whenever we talk about the pandemic? Are you tired of missing your family and Are you tired of hearing about companies that are out of work? Are you frustrated with not being able to just, you know, go to the store like you used to be able to go to the store? Uh, Where I live in southern Ontario right now, parts of the province have been allowed to open up this week, but other parts have not been. 
my area is one of the places that was left out of the reopening, which is really frustrating because, I don't know, I just want to be able to go and do things again. Doesn't mean you can't be safe, but I just am tired of being locked down at home. So think about it. If you feel that way, if you're tired of talking about all of this stuff, then chances are your leads, your prospects, and your clients are tired of talking about it too. I also want you to think about this. Every email that comes into your inbox right now that starts out with, how are you doing? Depending on who it's coming from, does it actually seem sincere to you? Or does it just seem like a canned response? Like, like that's just what we're supposed to do right now. It's just ask, how are you doing? And we don't really want to talk about it because, you know, this person is a stranger and they don't actually care how we're doing. They're just trying to make it sound more personal by asking the question, how are we doing? And so if you feel that way, again, think about your leads, your prospects and your clients. Chances are they have similar feelings on the issues. And so that is why I want to give you six questions to ask that are better than how are you doing? I conducted an experiment in my own business a few weeks ago when I used a different kind of question in a marketing email. And that email went out to probably five or 600 people and it got almost a 74% open rate. Now, for those of you that are familiar with email marketing, you understand the significance of a 74% email rate. For those of you that maybe aren't as familiar with it, when you are doing mass email campaigns, that is, you know, when you're sending something out via MailChimp, or for those of you that are subscribed to my email list, you know, when I send out an email to tell you about a new podcast episode, things of that nature, if you get a 20% open rate, you're doing really well. If you get a 25% open rate, you're doing really well. If you get a 30% open rate, you're like some kind of email marketing rock star. So to get a 75% open rate or a near near 75% open rate, that's pretty spectacular. What that says to me is that I asked the right question, that I got people thinking about something different for a change, which was something that we could all use a little bit of a break from. So I want to give you some questions to consider using in email marketing right now. And I think there's a, a multi-pronged approach to this because first of all, even though some of them may be related to COVID, it's not directly. We're not asking people, you know, what's going on in your area with COVID or is your area open or is it still locked down or are your death rates still climbing or whatever. We're, we're over all of that stuff. So it's still a little bit related, but not directly. So it's still relevant. But the other thing is that it gets people talking about things that a lot of people are already talking about or talking about things that they would rather be talking about. But the most important thing in all of this is that it opens up the door to a conversation. And that's what we want. We want conversations. Remember that every email that you send doesn't specifically have to be about voiceover. In fact, every email you send shouldn't specifically be about voiceover particularly with your clients and your prospects who already know what you do. You don't need to remind them. You don't need to keep asking for opportunities. And so this approach that I'm going to work through with you in this episode, it's also a safer approach because if you send one of these questions to somebody who is currently not working, it's a lot less likely to upset them. It's a lot less likely to get awkward, which is a really good thing, but it's still serves the purpose of keeping you top of mind so that when the time comes that their company is open again and they are back to work again, you're somebody that they are thinking about. So let me go through this list of 
six questions that are better to ask right now than how are you doing? Number one on the list, what is one thing about working from home that was easier than you thought it would be? And the reason why I really like this question is because it actually comes with a positive spin, right? So many of us are used to talking about the things that we are frustrated with working from home or talking about the things that have been difficult about working from home, which immediately sets a negative connotation in the conversation. I like the fact that this one keeps it positive. What's one thing about working from home that was easier than you thought it would be? You know, voice actors have a really unique perspective on this because lots of times we work from home already and so we might be able to relate. This might be an area where you can offer tips and tricks, you know, some software that you're using or a particular procedure that you're using, a schedule that you stick to, a productivity hack that you figured out along the way or something like that. But I like the idea of it because, hey, most of us are working from home right now and I would rather talk about it from a positive place than a negative place. And if I can help somebody make their work from home experience a little bit easier, or if I can learn something that's going to make my work from home experience a little bit easier, I am totally down with that. What is one thing about working from home that was easier than you thought it would be? And next up on the list, what have you decided you'll do differently when things get back to normal? And I love this question because this is something that we are absolutely all thinking about. I think after three months of being locked down at home, I think for all of us, it has caused us to reevaluate our priorities. It's caused us to, to look at things differently. You know, where we spent money in the past that we haven't spent money in the last three months and we haven't missed spending money or, you know, things that we haven't been able to do that we no longer miss because, you know, we just realized that it wasn't that important in the first place. So what have you decided you'll do differently when things get back to normal? I love it because it, it offers a chance for a little bit of introspection. It offers a chance for people to talk about how they're feeling right now and maybe what they've learned in the midst of all of this. And it gives us a chance to learn from each other, which I think is really, really cool. It's also something that we should probably be thinking on on our own. What have you decided that you'll do differently when things get back to normal? I know that for me, I have missed being able to get together with family so much. And we did it a lot prior to the pandemic. I think we're going to do it even more after the pandemic, which means a lot more family barbecues, a lot more people hanging out in the backyard. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we went through the kitchen renovation to, to have a space that we could have people over and have entertained. So that is definitely something that I know that I'm going to do differently when this is over. The COVID-19 pandemic has impacted every industry, including the voiceover industry. And you've probably felt it in your own business. As the global economy shut down and more and more businesses started to close, there was a trickle effect that we felt in voiceover. The good news is things are starting to reopen. More and more economies around the globe are starting to reopen and more and more businesses are being allowed to reopen. That means that they're going to need us again. They're going to need us for their marketing videos that they're using on their website and social media. They're going to need us for commercials that they're throwing up on YouTube or in radio or television. They're going to need us for phone systems to let their customers know what their new hours are, any new policies and procedures. Speaking of policies and procedures, they're going to need us for training videos to teach their staff how to adjust to the quote-unquote new normal. Are you ready to start marketing? Do you have a plan for what that is going to look like? Or are you still sitting there staring at a computer screen trying to figure out how to put all the pieces together? I do offer one-on-one -on -one private coaching for voiceover marketing, and I would love to have the opportunity to work with you. 
schedule a session with me, and we'll spend 50 minutes coming up with specific strategies to help you move your business forward now that the doors are starting to reopen. You can schedule your coaching session by going to markscottcoaching.com. That's markscottcoaching.com. I'm looking forward to getting connected with you. Now back to our show. Question number three on the list is, what is something you're surprised you haven't missed? You know, it's really easy to ask the question, what are you missing right now? But again, that can make a conversation go negative. Not necessarily bad negative, but maybe sad negative or depressed negative. And so asking it from that direction kind of flips things around a little bit. What is something that you're surprised that you haven't missed? And I think for all of us, there are probably things that we have done differently now that we haven't really missed. Like, you know what? For me, I haven't been out to a restaurant in three months, obviously. And I was talking about this with my wife the other day. I really haven't missed it. And it was something that we used to do, not all the time, but, you know, we'd go out a few times a month for dinner, whether it was just my wife and I, or sometimes my wife and I and our, and our two kids. And, and you did it because it was convenient. You did it because it was easy. You did it because it was nice to get out of the house, whatever the case may be. But I don't know. I've been having a lot of fun with my barbecue and my smoker and trying some different things with that. And as a result, I just really haven't missed going out to a restaurant. Not saying I won't go back again, but I definitely feel a little bit differently about it. So what is something you're surprised you haven't missed? Number four on the list is a really good one because, again, it gives us an, a learning opportunity. What is a new habit that you've developed? I think that for a lot of people, we've taken this time as a, as a season of growth, a season of self-development. I know that when COVID first hit and everything first started shutting down within the voiceover space, just about everybody and their grandma was offering a free webinar with information. I mean, I offered a couple of free webinars to people who had taken Playbook in the past and giving them advice and tips and tricks on how to market through COVID-19 and all that sort of stuff. And I know that there were people that I was talking to who were literally sitting in on a different webinar just about every night or every day of the week uh, because all of these coaches were offering all of these learning opportunities. And, and you know what? That wasn't strictly limited to voiceover. I'm connected with a ton of e-learning professionals on LinkedIn, and I was seeing the exact same thing in their industry. So many different people that were offering webinars and courses and opportunities to learn. A lot of people who were taking time to read books, signing up for classes that maybe they hadn't done in the past that they wanted to. And so I love the idea of this question. What is one new habit that you've developed? Maybe you've learned something new and and that's caused you to do business a little bit differently. Or maybe there is a new skill or a new hobby that you've picked up along the way. Maybe that, that thing that you've always wanted to do that you didn't have time to do and now you've had time to do so you actually went out and did it, maybe you learned it. And chances are if you did, somebody else did too. So I love this question because it opens up the door to a conversation. It also gives an opportunity to talk about something that's exciting, that's fun, that maybe is a passion project. And you can never go wrong having a conversation with somebody about that. It's also going to give you a chance to get a little bit more insight into the minds of your leads and your prospects and your clients. As you learn these different things about them, make notes about this stuff. Use your CRM to jot down some of the things that you are learning so that you have it as a reference point when you go back and reach out to them down the road. So question number four, what new habit have you developed? Question number five, I love this question because, again, it's, it's a relevant topic. It's something that we're all talking about, something that we're all thinking about, and it's something that we are all dealing with. 
What do you do when you start to feel down? Now, I know this might sound like a negative question, and and so far, all the questions that I've been throwing out there have been had a positive spin on them, but I believe that this one has a positive spin as well, because when we recognize that we are starting to feel down, what we do to get us out of that rut or out of that funk is is really important. And if it's something that works for somebody else, then maybe it's going to work for us too. I've talked to voice actors and, and other professionals in my network who have done things like yoga, going for walks and hikes and bike riding and just sitting out in the backyard, going to the park and just sitting at the park by the water, which sounds so simplistic. But when it's something that you haven't been able to do for a really long time, all of a sudden it takes on a, a greater importance. It has a whole new meaning. You know, meditation and prayer, or yoga, all of these different things. So what do you do when you start to feel down? What I love about all of these questions is that they are things that people are already talking about or wanting to talk about. And so it gives us the opportunity to have relevance to the times that we are in right now while staying top of mind with everybody that is in our network without having to ask them specifically about their work, whether they're open, whether they have any new opportunities, whether they need a voice actor for anything. And so you're staying top of mind, but you are not being tone deaf. This is what is so important about marketing right now. And all of these questions are so much more likely to generate a little bit of back and forth conversation and engagement than the old and expected, how are you doing? And then, of course, the final one that is on the list, which I think is even more relevant right now because of the fact that things are starting to open up. More and more places are, are starting to open up. And I'm not just talking about within the United States. I'm talking about worldwide, globally. Countries are starting to reopen. Borders are starting to reopen. Economies are starting to reopen. So the final question that I think could be a really great conversation starter for you, what is the first thing you'll do when you're finally able? You know, I, I did uh, a webinar with Anganguza and VO Peeps recently. And we were talking about some of these questions. And I said, you know, this has been the longest stretch that I can think of in recent history where I haven't been on an airplane. I mean, for me, I don't think I've been on an airplane since October or maybe November. I've already missed out on four trips since COVID started, since this whole pandemic started. I've missed out on, on four different trips. Um, and so I miss it. I miss it. I miss, I'm that guy that just loves hanging out at the airport. I love just walking around the gift shops and trying all the different little food stands and restaurants and everything. And just, you know, being a tourist walking around an airport, I will book the flight with the layover just because maybe it's an opportunity to go to an airport that I haven't been to before and I can walk around. Obviously, I always want to get to my destination, but I just as much enjoy the journey on the way there. And so for me, one of the first things that I am really excited to do when I have the opportunity is to get back on an airplane and just go somewhere. I just, I just miss the ability to go somewhere. Travel was something that I was always really, really passionate about. For a long time while I was working in radio, it just wasn't possible. I didn't have the time off and I didn't have the income to be able to do it. And so the last few years as I've been able to go to so many different places, whether I'm going to see a baseball game or going to a voiceover conference or Whatever it may be, I've missed not being able to do that. 
And I think that we all have things that when we are asked, we could say very quickly, what is the first thing you'll do when you're finally able? It's also going to give you a little bit deeper insight into the minds of your leads, your prospects, and your clients. It might give you some really great ideas too. Like if somebody tells you that the very first thing that they are going to do when this is all over is they are going to, I don't know, go to a barbecue restaurant and sit down and eat barbecue for five hours, that gives you a pretty good insight into this person. And maybe the next time you book a job and you want to send a thank you gift, maybe it's the first job that you book after COVID and you send them your favorite barbecue rub. For example, you know, why would we be talking about barbecue? What could Mark Scott possibly have a connection to barbecue for? But you get what I'm saying, right? As you get to know these people a little bit better, as you get to know the people in your network, your leads, your prospects, your clients, as you get to understand them a little bit better, and as you make notes on all of these things, it can give you ideas, not just for gifts that you can send, but it can give you ideas for relevant content. You know, if somebody that you know is a a hardcore baseball fan and they can't wait to be able to go and see baseball again and you find this really great article or this really great website that has to do with baseball and and you forwarded it to them. Whatever it is, as you get to learn more about them and as you take these notes in your CRM, it helps you to grow that relationship. And what do I always say? Marketing is all about building relationships. So six questions that are so much better to ask in your marketing emails right now Other than how are you doing? Let's quickly recap them. Number one, what is one thing about working from home that was easier than you thought it would be? Number two, what have you decided you'll do differently when things go back to normal? Number three, what is something you're surprised you haven't missed? Number four, what new habit have you developed? Number five, what do you do when you start to feel down? And the final question, what is the first thing you'll do when you're finally able? Any of these questions in an email to your prospects and your clients in particular would be a really, really great way to get yourself top of mind, spark a conversation, and advance that relationship to a slightly deeper level. Don't be afraid to reach out to people right now. You never should have stopped marketing through all of this. You just needed to change your approach. Maybe you needed to change your, your wording, you know, change the, the narrative a little bit. That's what this is all about. It is safe to send these emails and have these conversations and keep yourself top of mind. You can do this stuff without selling voiceover services. So don't be afraid to market. Guys, we are so ready as a human race to change the narrative from this narrative of Fear, anxiety, stress, angst, confusion, frustration, whatever, to something that's a little bit more hopeful. We are going to come out on the other side of this COVID-19 pandemic. We are going to move past it. One day we're going to look back, we're going to reflect on it for sure, but we are going to get out on the other side of it. And it's time to change that narrative to one that is a little bit more positive and a little bit more hopeful. And any of these questions would help you to do just that. Want to listen to past episodes of the podcast because you've got a little bit more time? Maybe there's a new habit that you want to develop or a new skill that you want to learn. Maybe the business and marketing side of voiceover is one of them. Check out the website, veopreneur.com, to listen to all past episodes of the podcast. Click the shop button, buy yourself a voiceover tee, wear it the next time you go to the grocery store, have somebody ask you a question about it, start a conversation. It could lead to your next Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Everyday Veopreneur podcast. I'll catch you on the next one.
the Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceam and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceam. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.